did is I took all of the footage. I took the three and a half terabytes he shot. I brought them into Premiere. I organized, I set up a bin layout that had source frame, source path uh, as a column. So I could sort it by source path and it organized, like he luckily organized on the finder level by day and by camera op. And that meant that if I sorted it by the column that was okay. uh, source path, it would at least organize it by day and camera guy, right? And so I could see, oh, okay, Ryan shot, and Ryan had a ninja. He had an external recorder on his camera, so he was shooting ProRes, which is awesome. That's the goal, is everybody shooting ProRes. The other guy, like one guy had a camera that was uh, shooting uh, AVC HD. One guy had a camera that was shooting like H.264s, but right. like 5K. But when you, you edit know, with all those 5K, but it was like different frame sizes and frame rates and codecs and everything right. your computer depending on what system you have might get bogged down the long gop you know, codec if you've ever heard of that and that that's long group of pictures code, so when you h264 which might actually there were there was a camera that they throw, had that was shooting 100 you know, if i get a ssd that's small enough i could throw the entire project on an ssd and just work on it in my on my macbook on my 2012 macbook pro in bed you know what i mean i won't see an issue wow okay you're pretty much you're pretty much just saying in 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 all that tech talk you just did they gave me the the, the jargon. Um, I look. Let's say that if this was like some kind of um, pseudo hiring process, by the by the time you said H two six four, I was been like, <laughs> dude, we gotta hire this guy on, man. I know I know you haven't written any any music to go underneath this, but seriously, man, you have just been singing the authority song about editing. <laughs> this is Jimmy Eat Pod. I'm really interested in where you start that. <laughs> but it's very it's it's fun. It's it's one of those very very gratifying things that like I complete I one day when I realized I that Avid could do something that we were doing an extra step of, it took me a week to go undo all the stuff I had done, but I felt so much better after it. And it was just busy work, you know what I mean? So it's like, and no one was on me about it. So like, that's one thing I love about where I work now is, Ooh, yeah, sure. uh, is I have the time and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and if they were, no we would just breathing down your neck, push yeah. on. But because I knew I had time, I went back and took a week. I said, hey, we can continue down this road that we did. And the work is technically done, but we did do extra work that we didn't need to do. And we could save like we've also doubled our storage. I could save, I could get us back to one times our storage. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, it's going to take me a week to do it. <laughs> and it was like, all right, yeah, do it. And I felt much better about it. So anyway, that's that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so that was wow. a fun okay. digression that we had. Uh, let me pull up <laughs> my notes for the authority song. This is, on many things, it's on Bleed American uh, yes, mainly. B. It was the B-side on the Appraised Chorus promo single. It was on the Bleed American maxi single. It was on the Jimmy Eat World DVD EP, which was a preview of the Believe in What You Want. And I randomly found this thing called Live from Studio X 2. It's a CD uh, that 105.9 VX 
uh, had put out of bands that had come through, and uh, they were track one of ten on. That. <laughs> uh, so it's track ten of eleven on Bleed American, produced by Mark Trombino and Jimmy Eat World, recorded at Cherokee, Los Angeles, and Hard Drive North Hollywood. Release date July twenty fourth, two thousand one. Jimmy Eat World wrote it. Uh, Jimmy Eat World performs it. Jim sings it. Let's talk about the crew on this track. You've got Ricky Birch on bass you've got zach on drums you've got tom on guitar you have timely <laughs> hand claps did you see this note about timely hand claps i think we brought it up recently with a jake t o'donnell post um i think somebody else right. when i was doing the community research somebody mentioned timely yeah. hand claps and the timely hand claps are done by so doug they were looking messenger at the notes as and well. travis <laughs> keller and doug was the owner of hard drive uh, so, so Doug Messenger was the uh, owner of oh. one of the studios that they recorded the album at. And then uh, Travis Keller, he's a photographer and co-founder of Buddyhead, which is, as far as I could find, an indie record label that had put out some releases. Um, and then voice guitar percussion is Jim Adkins. Not credited here is Rachel Hayden, but she's very much on this track. <laughs> um, right. Right, and I was looking around, so I couldn't find the official, uh, that listing in the notes, in the liner notes. Right. Thankfully, there were a couple of yeah. people through I meant to, Reddit. I was maybe going to ask yes, Rachel directly, and I was Hayden. maybe going to be the question I asked Zach, um, but I was like, eh, I still have some research to do, maybe I'll come across it. But then I had another question I wanted to ask Zach that I still ended up solving myself, so uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, this is a DreamWorks uh, record. Yeah. <laughs> um, and notable high note of G4, notable low notes of D3 and A2, which was also a notable low note on Your House 2007. Um, we have a demo and an instrumental. Um, the demo was the B-side of the Appraised Chorus single and the Bleed American Maxi single. And uh, there were some notes about the single, uh, and it was that they had recorded it at... Uh, recorded by Jimmy Eat World at the Kenneth Room, Tempe, Arizona, which we had already spoken about another track that they had recorded at the at the Kenneth Room. Do you remember what that was? Um, I wish you had because I <laughs> um I, I want to say it's no. open bar reception, but uh, Kenneth <laughs> Room. Let me look through my uh, notes here. No sensitivity was recorded at the Ken Kenneth Room, and the most beautiful things was recorded at the Kenneth Room. Uh, ah, no sensitivity. But neither of those were the ones I was thinking of. Anyway, we recently spoke about a track that was recorded at the Kenneth Room. Why it's not coming up in my show notes? Who knows? But uh, that's where the demo was recorded. We can listen to the demo in a little bit. Uh, the instrumental, uh, I have some info here about the instrumental. Uh, oh, <laughs> the most interesting, it, it was uh, on the instrumental was released as like a promo for the album or something. Thank you. Um, and listed on there is the uh, phone number and email for a Carrie Ann Brown who worked for DreamWorks Publishing. <laughs> um, and I couldn't, I found a couple Carrie Ann's, Carrie Ann Browns on social media, um, but not tied directly to DreamWorks. So chances are she's moved on since. But uh, I thought that was interesting. Should have called the number and asked for more information. Um <laughs> What is... Oh, yeah, Your House. The demo for Your House was recorded at the Kenneth Room. That's what I was so excited about. 
Um, there it was. That was the rock version of the right. demo. <laughs> uh, this song was played 225 times by Jimmy Eat World, 16 times by Jim Adkins, as far as I could tell. That was his uh, European solo tour. Uh, yeah. 45 times alone in 2017. It is their number 21 most played song. First time they played it, uh, at least according to Setless FM, is July 23rd, 2001 at the Webb Theater in Phoenix. Most recently played July 30th, 2021 at the Metro Chicago for the Bleed American 20th anniversary show post. What was that show that everybody went to? What was that big festival show that they played at? Not Lollapalooza, but... Um, the, not Chainfest. Nope, um, that's in October, maybe. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, the one. The one that everybody went to. It was up on Hulu or whatever. South by Southwest? No. Uh, <laughs> this is in Chicago. Oh, boy. Um, and it wasn't Lollapalooza? Lollapalooza. I don't think so. 2021 Chicago Super Spreader event. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? I think it was Lollapalooza, dude. They still do the Lollapalooza? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was Lollapalooza. Uh, Top Doctor says no evidence. Lollapalooza 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could not confirm it was a super spreader. Uh, (laughs) But that is what that is what I that is how I found it, though. (laughs) Uh, It is a B minor song. Uh, That is a 10 A Camelot 124 BPM three minute 37 duration. Shall we jump into these lyrics where we are going to, I'm sure, have many a digression. Sure. Uh, real quick, just to kind of tie, tie in the last FM. Um, I had 123 oh, I scrabbles. The fucking last FM. Well, here, let me. I'll give look you this. mine I'm up while you while you pull yours up. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I will send you the link so you can click, and hopefully, oh, if you're logged in, you can check yeah. it out. 123 scrabbles. Um, this year alone, I have just a couple. Uh, let's see, just five. Yeah, 2015, very dry year for uh, Bleed American because I got two scrabbles for this track in 2015. Every other year um, has had at least uh, a, a dozen there. Yeah. Yep. And you can see that I've uh, I've listened to this on Bleed American, the deluxe several times, and then probably uh, when they removed it. Um, also just labeled as Jimmy Eat World. Um, I listened to it a lot in 2014. I think that year was just really big, 13 and 14 for me with uh, Jimmy Eat World. Yeah. Live from Studio X Volume 2. Yeah, these are some Oh, that old, was. Uh, you, oh, interesting that you had that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I wish I could see where I listened to it. It's August 3rd, 2011. I must have just downloaded a bunch of, um, or at least acquired uh, legally, some some really hard to find <laughs> copies of these and just listened to them a bunch in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Earliest listen, uh, November 13th, 2007 at 10, 12 p.m. I wonder what I was doing, you know? <laughs> Who can know? <laughs> Who can know? 10, 12 p.m., 13th of November, 2007. All right, let's see if I just replace your username with my username. Oh, yeah, yep, 52 Scrabbles. Uh, the most in 2021 with 13, uh, obviously, uh, for reasons. Uh, my oldest Scrabble goes back to June 22nd, 2006 at 5.29 p.m. Look at that, man. You beat me by a year. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, most of mine, I got some from Live from the 930 Club, some Bleed American demos. Bleed American Deluxe, Bleed American Reg, Jimmy E World, <laughs> Bleed American Bonus Track. Yep, 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 yep. Sweet so, yeah. Okay, now we can get into lyrics. I did want to talk about uh, the the mentions in this. First of all, the first mention is actually the 
the subject, or at least the the adjacent subject of this song, the authority song, uh, is referencing authority song by John Mellencamp. And I took this yes. this time, David, uh, because I when I grew up watching VH1, uh, this was Jack and Diane those days. Mm-hmm. And John in quotes, Cougar, and then Mellencamp. And I, I always wondered what was that what was it like a, a nickname of his? Uh, was it something that uh, that he chose? So I finally looked it up. What's the John Mellencamp Wikipedia? And this is what they had to say about this. I thought this was uh, worthy of uh, including here. Uh, after 18 months of traveling between Indiana and New York City in 1974 and 1975, Mellencamp found someone receptive to his music and, and image in Tony DeFries of Main Man Management. DeFries insisted that Mellencamp's first album, Chestnut Street Incident, a collection of covers and a handful of original songs, be released under the stage name Johnny Cougar, insisting that the bumpy German name Mellencamp was too hard to market. Mellencamp reluctantly agreed, but the album was a commercial failure. Selling only 12,000 copies, Mellencamp confessed in a 2005 interview, uh, you know, that, that raspy name, that name was put on my by some manager. I went to New York and everybody said, you sound like a hillbilly. And I said, <laughs> well, I am. So that's where he came up with that name. I was totally unaware of it until it showed up on the album jacket. When I objected to it, he said, well, either you're going to go for it or we're not going to put the record out. So that was that. Oh, wow. Uh, and what I had to do. I know, but I thought the name was pretty silly. So he was never on board with John Cougar or oh, Johnny Cougar. Johnny Cougar. Yeah, right. Um, and he he wrote Authority Song. So that was the original. The uh, Authority Not the Authority. Song. <laughs> yeah, the Authority. <laughs> the Authority Song. So here's how these lyrics go. Uh, it's how the hustle goes. See what the jukebox knows. And it sounds like just another Saturday night at the local watering hole. Uh, it, and it's, it's wild when you hear jukebox because I, I I can't imagine which generation it stopped at. But p- people would say, what the hell's a jukebox? I was pretty stoked on jukeboxes still uh, when I was in the 90s, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we got touch tunes now, which is really cool. Yeah. It's, it's nice because you can do it from your phone. But do you remember the last place, David, that you saw a jukebox? I It probably was 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Yeah. Okay. Do I, I remember, remember it, exactly what it was? Where, no, yeah. probably not. <laughs> An antique okay. store. I, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Uh, it had to have been the uh, Johnny Rockets. Mm. Johnny Rockets was the last time I saw one. I think they had, they might have had table, little, the little yeah. miniature ones, but yep. they controlled the main one. So you could pop your quarters in there and then and play it there. That was the last time I saw a jukebox. I imagine that they're pretty prone to uh, breaking. Yeah. <laughs> all the mechanical parts in them got to have some uh, Jackie Daytona slap it on there fix it right away yeah um this is what I imagine is that we're just setting the scene here uh it's how the hustle goes just a regular old Saturday night see what the jukebox knows put my last quarter on I'll play authority song and he's got one one song left his last quarter of the night and he goes with melon camps can we listen to a little song. bit of uh, authority song Absolutely, David. I was hoping you'd ask. So this is uh, this is one of my three go-to uh, karaoke songs. Oh, I love this one. Just gets the people going, man.
And what's interesting is I feel like I saw that uh, John Mellencamp had said that this was his like I fought the law. And that was exactly yeah. I, also I don't think I've ever I had ever heard this song. Uh, really before. and what's yeah um when it, it starts out it sounds like the footloose song but oh yeah was it the does, footloose yeah. song like ripping this off or was this ripping the footloose um, song off or is that a very like that was Kenny is that Loggins. like the intro this... to johnny be good like where, like all <laughs> i think they're the all sort of the 50s yeah. That way. <laughs> right yeah you're right so that was um yeah Kenny Loggins did the Footloose i think i know which one you're talking about it, it's it's got to be that footloose song right it's not what i'm well, let's, let's listen to it. So, it's, okay, yeah, yeah, this is it. Here we go. It's the bendy notes coming in right here. Yeah. After the bass, baby. It's the same fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, <laughs> we should rave DJ those two songs. Jeez. Well, we can set them to to process in the background if you want to get. I got. I already got a couple of great ones. So okay, good. I have one that's uh that that comes out swinging with its name alone, which is good. hell yes. <laughs> okay, so uh so yeah, authority song wasn't familiar with it. If you had busted that out of karaoke, I would be very excited for you. But I'd be like, I don't know what he's singing. Um, and, this guy. Uh, you know what is interesting though, um when. I bought Bleed American, and this is before I put the CD in the tray, and I turn it over, and I look at the back, I'm like, okay, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I was so excited for whatever reason, specifically to listen to the Authority song, Yeah, but I was also like very much then, the way I am now, when I put the record in, I forced myself to wait. I did not skip to the Authority song. I played from Bleed American straight through. And then when I heard the Authority song, I was like, yes, it is a great song. Um, but for I don't know what it was, but I was so excited to hear the Authority song based on nothing but the name alone. Um, right. And I'll tell you this. Look, look at these numbers here. And this is just Spotify's numbers. Uh, all of the the big tracks on there, Bleed American, uh, Praise Chorus, The Middle, uh, Sweetness, even Hear You Me, they're in the... 72 50 million 16 million those are big tracks all of the other tracks are relatively close uh count wise aside from if you don't doubt necking just a little bit the authority song has almost 7 million listens compared to wow. like cautioners which has under a million um uh your house which has 1.5 but yeah it's almost got 7 million listens it's a big song i think it's because of that title the authority song you don't see authority in song titles that often and when they say the authority song it's like well that's gotta be it man yeah totally like let's see it's uh it is right in the middle of if you sort last fm's most popular tracks on bleed american is right in the middle um and uh but if you go to the authority songs page it's got 1.4 million scrabbles and 259,000 listeners which means though all of those people's have all of those people have at least played the song five times. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. And so very similar to John Mellencamp's uh, authority song. This one kind of comes out. It's a little bit slower, but it's got that boom. Yeah. It's got a very pop, Americana a pop sound. Yeah. yeah. Americana. Very pop sound to it. Um, so just four lines in that first verse. Yeah. And then okay, we jump yeah. into the chorus where. Uh, this seems more in line with Jimmy Eat World as far as lyrics go. Is 
honesty or mystery, tell me I'm not scared anymore. Uh, and I think they're, they're asking, is he being honest with himself at this point? Or is he being mysterious? Maybe he is in that decision of playing authority song. Uh, is he being genuine in his display of this is my final quarter? Enjoy people. Or is he being mysterious? Like he's trying to be that guy that uh, maybe plays something that's not uh, <laughs> that's not you know palatable to everybody. Like you pick that karaoke song and it's great for you. You sound great, but is everyone jamming on it, right? Mm. So I think that maybe that's what he's kind of asking himself in the beginning of this course: is honesty or mystery? Um, tell me, I'm not scared anymore. Whatever it is, if I'm trying to be mysterious, if that's what how I come off, or if if I'm being honest and and genuine and and earnest in my decision of playing authority song, I'm not scared anymore. He's he's laid his cards on the table. Uh, and then uh, the second part here, uh, I got no secret p- purpose. I don't seem obvious, do I? I think he, at, at this point, David, I think he's trying to woo some patron that might be in the audience. And right. is my attempt at this, I don't seem obvious, do I? Like, maybe he's, there's a reaction that he's waiting from this person. And because they haven't, elicited that reaction maybe he's thinking uh did i go too far is my attempt that obvious um i don't right. seem obvious do i is this is this too far so maybe he's overthinking it too early yeah i'm trying to quickly look at the lyrics for jcm's authority song and is there something in it that would be very like suggestive of like you know what i mean uh-huh and all he's talking about is he's talking about you know it's, it's essentially the authority being the man and yeah uh, in the first verse, they just tell you how they, they always they always get you in that compromising position. Second verse, he's talking about, I need that strength for round five. Give me this, you know, give me the strength to to fight. And in the video, the video, it's it's John and this little kid that he's kind of like uh, ribbing around, kind of doing these little ghost punches with. And uh, I think he's trying to be like a big brother kind of a thing, telling this kid like, hey, don't let the man rule you. You know, you be your own man. It's all sure. a bunch of, uh, you know stiffs up there malarkey <laughs> yeah and so that's what i get that he's saying i don't think there's any underlying tones though or or uh crosstalk yeah but okay so th- then they repeat i don't seem obvious do i so again maybe he's just he's really getting he's, getting, he's beside himself am i is this was this too obvious and i love then that in, they cut themselves off going into verse two i don't seem obvious to yes you're right yeah and uh, then in verse two, now we get a few more mentions here. So we've got the DJ never has it. I always thought it was JMC, but it's so easy just to say JAMC. So Jesus and Mary Chain. Well, that's what's interesting is when you listen to it, it very much sounds like he's saying JMC Ottoman. Right. But if he, like, he, he'd have to go like JMC Ottoman, which it just sounds clumsy. Right. Um, and to me, I get it. In the liner notes, it says J-A-M-C. That's what he means, J-A-M-C. He doesn't hit that many syllables in the damn line. And the A stands for and in Jesus and Mary Chain, which is a perfectly acceptable letter to drop out of the abbreviation. Exactly. So I'm with you, J-M-C automatic. That's all all I've ever heard is, yeah, J-M-C. So, yeah, the DJ never has it, J-M-C automatic, do I. Uh I think this is his first uh, first mention of maybe pulling a deep cut. And now he's thinking, yeah, I played Authority Song, but what I wanted to play was Automatic. Uh, that, and that's that's, that's a album. record, though. It's right, a yeah. whole album, right? And uh, that doesn't always that doesn't always pan out. 
playing those deep cuts. You know, if, if you've ever pulled yeah. something, you like you have like two or three. And I, I feel like this with with Addison is like when we've gone out and done like the touch tunes <laughs> thing is like there's two or three in a row and then I'll pull a deep cut. Do you remember that that tool that they had online where you could it was a web page. It was me.dj or dj.me. Hmm. And you could go in there, you get a room and there was like 12 or 13 people and people would kind of uh, upvote you. Maybe. Yeah, and they would say yes or no when you cho- when you played your song. And there were like oh. one or two good songs. And then I'd play a deep cut and everyone's like, boo. <laughs> and then they'd, that somebody else would take uh, the reins of being the DJ for the next, you know, until they got booed off. Which yeah, was a cool concept. Funny. I liked it. Yeah, totally. I remember we went to go see Mark Hoppus do Emo Night. And uh, I think Tom Mullen would appreciate this. Uh, Mark came, learned to use Travis's DJ equipment, very much prepared but did a set of like emo songs, not like pop punk and like what emo night here in LA is like. <laughs> um, yeah. And I don't think he really got the crowd going. So I was very excited to see Mark Hoppus do a DJ set, but he very much did a DJ set of emo songs. Like, <laughs> uh, and, like jets to Brazil. <laughs> and, uh, oh yeah. Wow. J- yeah. That yeah. was my, that was my he did, like a Tom was, uh, Mullen like, emo true, night at pop true punk emo, emo stuff. <laughs> Jets yeah. to Brazil. Yeah. Uh, on the way to the Dodger game this uh, this past Sunday, I uh, I had Lindsay. I, I was driving. And I was like, you got to take a picture of this, um, this light, this custom license plate. So I look over and it was like a, some something like a RAV4. But there was this this girl that was like a, she had full sleeves on both arms. And I was like, that's cool. She was playing with the radio for a second. And then she passed us and her license plate said emo. The number four LYF. So emo for life. <laughs> that's, so good. that's awesome. So I, I had her take a picture of it just to just so I had that memory of uh, totally. that's a sick custom license plate. I love that. <laughs> that's terrific. Yes. OK. Um, oh, very important. Second half of this verse two. Yes. If those were Roy's headphones, you bet he'd play what goes on. And if, if you ask somebody, what name do you remember most from this song? Or what name do you remember? <laughs> what name stands out? It's just Roy is such, I got an uncle named Roy, but it's such <laughs> a unique name. If those were Roy's headphones, you bet he play what goes on. And so the, I think that's a good point. It's such a unique name. That is not a mistake. That is no. such a reference. And here we are, 98 episodes. Ne'er have we mentioned a Roy. So today, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What? who on earth is Roy? <laughs> and lots of people on, I did, uh, I did my um, phrase find, and I found a podcast with somebody that sounded like Jim, and the guy was like, I don't even know what Roy, who Roy is. And I was like, why would Jim say this? And I went back, I was like, oh, this is an interview with Jim. This guy, this guy just kind of sounds like Jim. Um, so then I, I saw a lot of people online saying Roy Orbison. Uh, so let's quickly digress. Okay. And I wrote Roy question mark, question mark, question mark. And so this is where I started. And I was like, it's gotta be this guy, but it didn't really make sense because on Wikipedia, the CEO of Capitol records, Gary Gersh was replaced by Roy lot in 1998. Gersh later became Jimmy eat world's co-manager. He felt the label's new regime was not equipped for developing a band like them. So in this regard, if Roy had been the one that had become their manager, 
I would say, oh, yeah, then they wrote him into this song because that would be a fun sure. thing. But this is the guy that replaced the guy that became their manager. <laughs> so that didn't really make sense to me. But it was the only Roy I could see that was in their vicinity. So then I Google famous Roy's and I got a list. <laughs> Who is the most famous Roy in the world from Ranker.com? Uh, number one, Roy Orbison. So, of course, uh, uh, everyone assumed it was Roy Orbison, I guess, because he's the most famous Roy. You got Roy O. Disney, uh, Walt's brother. You got Roy Rogers, Roy Clark, Roy Scheider. And I'm like, man, these are old, old people. Roy Horn from Siegfried and Roy. Uh, Roy White. <laughs> Roy, Roy E. Disney. Roy Wood. Roy Holiday. And then I'm like, okay, there's some baseball players in here. Like, maybe. like, But, like, is there a baseball player that Zach knew growing up that was into, like, what goes on? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and which what goes on. So, anyway, tons and tons of Roy's. And I, nothing stood. Roy Campanella. And I'm like, I mean, <laughs> I, I just don't know which Roy could it be. So, then... I'm like, you know what? Let me ask Zach on Twitter. So I asked Zach on Twitter. and I was like, well, if I'm on a social media, let me see who's following Zach. And I'll load up all of his followers and then search for Roy and see what I come up with. Well, he had 10,000 followers. So I was like, this is going to take too long. But he only followed 1,000 people. So I loaded up all of the people he followed and came across one <gasps> single man. Roy Miranda and Roy Miranda his profile was private so I'm looking I see family historian artwork at spirit hole and that is a uh, a uh, uh, another Instagram page and I'm looking at it's like a man and his wife and a baby two kids and I'm like I can't really tell enough from this picture like he looks about the right age though and uh -huh. so I'm like, OK, let me look at his artwork page. So I click on his artwork page and I see that Rick E. Birch follows his artwork page, his studio. And I'm like, OK, oh, now man. I'm getting That's a somewhere. good clue. OK, yeah. So then I was like, well, if Rick is following the spirit hole, who's following Roy? And then <laughs> I was like, OK, this has got to be the guy because you've got Jeremy Yoakum, Rick Birch, Zach Lind and CeCe Wright all following Roy Miranda. That was the clue you sent me earlier. Yes. Now I get it. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, oh man, this has to be the guy because he just knows everybody. And so I did some digging. Um, uh, he did, and the Phoenix New Times posted an article. So I'm like, okay, now I'm in Phoenix New Times. And this is an article from July 2001 label makers and this goes on to talk about it seems good fortune has been spiling on several members of the valley's indie rock class of 94 with the much hyped release of jimmy eat world's bleed american just a few weeks away now comes word that longtime mates ruben's accomplice are also set to drop a highly anticipated collection into stores blah 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 i'm like okay ruben's accomplice is involved why did this come up i searched the article for roy and sure enough the LP and CD versions contain slightly different track listings, though both feature cover art by noted Valley painter Roy Miranda. And I was like, oh, my God. So Roy is also doing Ruben's accomplice artwork. That can't be. That, that's a, too much of a coincidence, right? Too much of a coincidence. Guess who put out that record? <laughs> who did? Western Tread Recordings 
Jim Adkins label. So then oh, I'm like, yeah. what? Guess who produced that record? Jim Adkins. Jim Adkins. <laughs> and wow. here's an Arizona New Times article that I found uh, that's a really good read. Ruben's Accomplice reissue a local classic, The Bull. And this is from April 15th, 2015. They did a reissue. And so I see a picture of Ruben's Accomplice here. Uh, tons of quotes from Jim Adkins all over this about how, you know, they recorded this while they were I, this is another record that they did. Uh, and I think this is the one that Jim produced. Um, and he did it while they were doing futures. But sure enough, I searched the article and it says, best of all, artist Roy Miranda's album art is represented in large scale fashion because they were printing this record to vinyl for the first time uh, long after it had originally been released. So another Roy Miranda record uh, artwork. And uh, when I went to Discogs, I found that he has also been thanked on the Rubens Accomplice Red Handed record on the album sleeve. I can give you uh, this photo yeah, here. Let me see this. So you can see that he is credited on the back of this record. Uh, all artwork by Roy M. 1995 Jerk Records. Please write us at 2003 West Pearson, Phoenix, Arizona, 85015. Uh Special thanks to Roy. Um, and uh, that there it is. is a Rubens, another Ruben. So he was way tight in with Rubens Accomplice. Um, and uh, uh, let's see, there's another release that he did, Sons of Men, with them. And uh, I'll send you this album sleeve where you can see that Rubens, Sons of Men, Rubens Accomplice, blah, 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 blah. Um, if you uh, look at the uh, album art by Roy Miranda and uh, Chris Testa also worked on this record, uh, you'll notice. And um, notable Chris Testa, who I think worked on Futures. I yeah. Say. Um, yeah. That's where it's come um, up before. Yeah. So uh, I felt very um, Charlie Day. Oh, gift. yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the last thing I found to really kind of sell it all is Roy Miranda Arts. He, in 2015, had a blog spot uh, site where he basically oh has an entire biography. And usually when you say biography, I'm like, OK, I'm going to read about how he grew up in Phoenix. And then he worked with some bands and then he went and started a art collective and all that stuff. No, this is like a chronological with photos. <laughs> uh, oh, Cool. Uh, entire like history of him. It does not mention Jimmy Eat World anywhere, which I think is like so cool. That makes him even cooler because he's the fucking Roy that plays what goes on. Yet he doesn't even mention like I'm also mentioned on one of the best, right. al best selling albums, <laughs> alternative albums in forever. But here's a little <laughs> bit around a little bit of some blurbs from around that time. Uh, eighth grade in junior high family trip to Northern California in Santa Cruz. My awkwardness, nerdy stage going into early skate punk kiddo stage mid 80s. During my teenage years, I fell into the broken family format of skateboarding, punk rock, hippie, hip hop, rave and party boy culture, where I would try to embrace the visual expression of each broken counterculture that I would evolve in, evolve in and out of while letting my artistic values take its shape. 
all while living under the Arizona sun and air-conditioned malls from the early 80s era. This photo was from my high school skateboarder stage of my life. My board I'm writing uh, on the grip tape, I painted a, a book on fire and it says, learn to burn. And it says skateboarding at one of our spots in North Phoenix, the KFC parking lot, early 90s. And then he's got a drawing class, a photo of him at a drawing class at Barry Goldwater High in 1991. Early college, uh, early collage drawings, uh, Barry Goldwater's senior three-man art show in the school library, first show 1992. And then some show flyers that there's no band. Uh, it's like a show flyer, but like an art show flyer, but it looks like a punk flyer. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just fucking cool like this is fucking roy this is awesome this is like uh yeah this is a, a timeline me and lebo at an art show uh we were called life-size curated by francesco lo castro in culver city california 2007 yeah isn't it crazy this is wild yeah he was working at urban outfitters for a while yeah. doing their window <laughs> displays um he's the, he's just an artist through and through yeah and um and just very, very cool to have found who Roy is because I did not really find it. Any, although if you Google it, you'll find one random Wikipedia article that's not even real Wikipedia. It's like like easy to read English Wikipedia, which seems weird. <laughs> but that's the only one that mentions Roy Miranda being the Roy. Um, but it's insanely cool. Wow. He did an art show at Sky Harbor Airport, which is fucking cool. And uh, I believe he and his wife now live in Portland uh, with their two kids. And that's just super cool that now we know who Roy is. And uh, if he's got headphones, you know what's planned. <laughs> well, David, do we? Do we know what's good, planned? But, I don't know. G good work, Gumshoe. You from the <laughs> Thanks, That man. was amazing. Yeah. I wow, was what a excited. digression. Worthy I, digression. I think, yeah, I, I, uh, I was, that was the last bit of info I, I pulled for this episode and I was wow. so, so excited, um, to that have blog spots worth, uh, worth going a through. perusal. <laughs> yeah. We should put that in yes. the show notes. Um, yeah. So you bet he'd play what goes on <laughs> now, now that we know a little bit more about Roy. There are a couple options for this song. What goes on? There is a velvet underground song. Or a uh -huh. Beatles song. Were you to be a betting man, which would you guess is the one that Roy is playing? What goes on? I, you know, I see Velvet Underground all over the place. Me too. But, oh. But um, the fact that you bring up what goes on, are you talking about what goes on question mark? Is that how the Beatles song is labeled? Oh, I don't know. Is it? Is it, it, it? Does it include a question mark? Let's see, because that one clearly in the liner notes does not have it. So let's see what goes on. What goes on? Nope, same. Oh, that was off of Rubber Soul. I would say it's the Velvet Underground. He seems a little Me bit more too. like that. Yeah. That's uh, what should my, we listen my... to a little bit of What Goes On by the Velvet Underground? Yeah, let's hear it. Funky. 
Yeah, very funky. Then and just just oh, uh, so, so Lou Reed is in Velvet Underground. Okay, I, I always forget that. Like these are like names and band names I'm like familiar with, and I know I should know, and I just yeah. never do. So okay, <laughs> well let's listen to the Beatles one real quick, just so I can get this. Oh yeah. I don't know, like, I, I feel like I've asked Beatles fans this question, and I just still don't know the answer. Like, they had, like, regular records, right? Like, to me, every Beatles quote-unquote album that exists is just a collection of songs that they had. Like, like <laughs> it's like the White Album also has songs from Here Come the Beatles, which is a, a, the Americanized version of Here's the Beatles or whatever. Like, I never... How, sure. What's the discography? Like, what's the Cheshire Cat of the Beatles versus the oh boy. untitled... Uh, the Cheshire the- Cat? Oh, man. <laughs> so, Rubber Soul is one of their earlier albums, right? Okay, um, so it's like the Dude Ranch? Of- <laughs> maybe that's... <laughs> is it the because Pinkerton? I listen to is a it- lot of... I never listened to their albums... I listened to the compilations later yeah. in life. Has right? anybody listened to a Beatles album before? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I I think unless your parents had introduced you to those albums on their own, modular, you know, like like this is Rubber Soul and this is going to be uh, Yellow Submarine, unless you actually listen to them. And I have a couple of friends whose dad, I, a friend from high school, Travis, I remember he would always go, I am the walrus, cuckoo, cuckoo. And so I know that his dad introduced him to the albums themselves. I got... Like the number one that uh, that album I listened uh-huh. to a lot. My cousin uh, Tim, who also got me into Weezer, gave me a bunch of. It, it must have just been like one of those anthologies where it's every single. It, it was everything. Yeah, it was uh, unreleased recordings of them talking, basically on tape, going, "Hey, nice, you got this. Hey, let's do this again." And, you know, they do the. <laughs> they play that. <laughs> they, they play that song that everyone knows so well, but it's just like that. That was them at, at Abbey Road, maybe right before they had recorded the actual one that went on the record. There's so much stuff. I think they were just dynamos as far as as far as uh, content goes. Right. And that's yeah, it. Just, I mean, it's like, yeah, they, they were good songwriters and they had so much that there's like, what are we going to put this on? Let's put it on a new a new thing that this is going to be the White Album. This is going to be like the White Album Revisited. This is going to be a reminiscence of the White Album. And they have yeah. all these different compilations. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, it's nuts. They had a record every year. When did they tour? Like, did the Beatles tour? Like, like did I said, people man, they actually were see the man. Beatles? Or were they just on, like, the Ed Sullivan show that one time? And that no, was it. Toured, that was man. all people knew. <laughs> and that's all they've been rehashing is just that yeah. Ed Sullivan show. They have, huh? like, 49 records. I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand the Beatles. Like, you put a Beatles song on, it's like, all right, yeah, cool. But, like, what record is this on? I dare you to right. tell me. I, um, I was really hoping for a, an actual number. So that studio albums, 21 compilation albums, 54 live albums, five. I have 21 studio albums in like six years of as a band. That's the other weird thing about the Beatles. They were a band for like 12 years and not even 10 years. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, you can see it, man, from 60 Help to, to 70. Revolver. Yeah. 60. Yeah. Yep. Meet the Beatles. I, I couldn't tell you, man. I just appreciate their music, but never really looked into their discography that deeply. Yeah. Anyway, that was something that's always uh, yes. Holy shit! We're still 
we're still on lyrics, man. Um, I know, so, I know. So that's we, Velvet Under. A lot of and, digression. You know, I'm crossing the out. Ni- things the nice thing is that there's not a lot. There's not a lot left. Um, it's essentially the bridge and a little modified chorus below. So we'll we'll yeah. just do that. We're gonna jump into the bridge. So this I wanted to note, David is uh, the phrasing is awkward for what they're saying. So here's what the line is: Oh well, I'm here. That means something, doesn't it? But the way that he sings it is, Oh well, I'm here. That means something, doesn't it? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so weird like, like i was reading these lyrics and i was like when does he say this <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh well i'm here that means something does in it does in it is just yeah like, accenting the second half it does in it yeah totally uh yeah but i think uh what he's saying he's present and he's trying i'm here that means something doesn't it uh oh won't you dance with me a little bit is she gonna come over and dance with them or what are they gonna do this little dance thing come on oh you didn't notice because the music's too loud I think that the music that he chose, Authority Song, it's working too well, and she's either grooving or she can't see him or it's just there's too much going on. But uh, for whatever reason, he's kind of blended into the wallpaper. But I think it's more about him achieving, and that's what we're going to get to in this modified chorus, which is repeated. So, in fact, I'll go there before I kind of give my my final uh, outlook on this. In the modified chorus, which is essentially just the chorus, there's these three lines that are different from the chorus that we've read in chorus one and chorus two that go like this. Uh, Say anything you want already. I'm not scared anymore. Honesty or mystery. Want something else? Just tell me I'm not scared anymore. And it sounds like doesn't matter if this girl didn't notice him. uh, If if she didn't realize that this was a song that maybe he chose for her to, to groove on. She's whatever it is. She's having a good time. That's all, that doesn't matter. What is more important is that it sounds whatever he's done, his moves are very, he's confident in them. And confidence is important. I think that's going to be that solid, that anchor of this song is that um, being confident in your decision is actually what's going to end up wooing that girl anyway, because confidence is just so, uh, it's such a strong quality. Yeah. And, uh, And I think that's what he's resolving to here in this last chorus that's repeating this where in the very end he goes i don't seem obvious do i so maybe he's kind of one last little look into that that uh, second guessing nature of his personality when he should really just look at the fact that he chose something he's confident in it and uh, whatever it is that you think i am here's me this is me laid out baby (laughs) baby uh, so yeah, and then they uh, it goes out. I like the uh, I I don't seem obvious to I kind of builds 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 builds, and then there's like a nice little refrain right at the end. Yep, and we are out. Yes, shall we dig in real quick and listen to a little bit of the demo? Yes, let's do the demo. I have uh, that. All right, sweet. Because um, I do have access because there's some lyrical differences, uh, and we can just listen to a little bit of the first verse. Maybe here we go. So raw. Oh, yeah. That drum sound, man. It's just so... It's like garage drums. It's how the hustle goes. See what the jukebox knows. Yeah. 
does kind of hold the A, but I don't know, man. It, it kind of sounds like J-A-M-C. Yeah. Yeah, you can kind of hear it's, it. Maybe he tries like it there. like a stutter or like a, yeah. Yeah, and if you're really listening to it intently like we are, maybe you hear it. I always DMC automatic. Yeah, man. So yeah, that's the demo, which sounds mm-hmm. fucking cool. Now, yeah. let's go to the instrumental because I have things to say about the instrumental. Have you the instrumental easily available? I, I don't that have that easily available. If no you worries. Get Here you go. Me. Oops, that's not to you. Not for you. That tone, man. Yeah. Now peep these chords right here. Ooh. Yeah, man. I did not notice that. No, it's so hidden. Dude, that is jazzy. And this right here. So, when I was looking up this song, uh-huh. I noticed that somebody had... I'm trying to see where I could find where it was. But somebody had likened it to a Weezerish track. And those okay. chord changes... And that strumming pattern sound very Weezer to me, especially on the instrumental track. Oh, oh right there. yeah, yeah. And this right here just sounds so Weezer. Sounds almost like uh, that thing you do. Yes, it's exactly <laughs> that type of chord. I mean, it's even it's got like, the double snare going. It's like a major seven. That's my guess. Like, what Weezer song am I thinking of that this I'll, I, I think I have it. I'm going to pull, oh, okay, pull something out of my Weezer hat and see if I can get this. Because there's something... that Even that ice cream, like, seventh chord yeah. is not a very common Jimmy World chord, but that it does sound like a Blue Album era thing. Yeah. 
Okay. I have. It's one of two songs, in my in my opinion, as far as like the Weezer song. That first of all, I'm glad you had me listen to that because of that. The the chords. Oh, in that there. yeah, that one chord in there is so good. It, okay. it 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 very much evoked like Blue Album to me, and then the strumming pattern of the do I part is very yeah. like just screamed Weezer. Okay, I I haven't heard this song in a while. This is what my gut went with. I want to. Uh, I think it's this one. Let's see. Let's see if this is it. Oh, am I gonna clap right now? If you Maybe. want it. Yeah. If you want it, you can have it. But you gotta learn to reach out there and grab it. Cause everybody wants to know. Oh, baby. That change right there is so good. Yeah. Gosh. What do you think? Could oh, that be it? Is it? It the- might be. I'm such a green. I'm such a sucker for the green album that, like, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, anything from the green album is terrific to me. So I'll just say that's yes. the last. That's the last album I remember laying on the floor. Uh, bought the album on the what was it like a Tuesday? I think we talked about this. Like yeah. It came out. Came back home in the afternoon uh, and sat there on the floor and listened to it. <laughs> um, the only other one that I could think of on the blue album would have been. Um, I don't even know if this would be it, but it would have been no one else. I think that's the one. That's the mm. one that's a little bit pop. Let's see. Um, yeah. It's just like that constant down strumming. Yeah. 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 <laughs> totally. But the authority well, here, here, song. Here, here's what? the backup that I got was MTV uh, did an article called Pump goes the e- pop goes the emo on jimmy eat world's bleed american uh and uh let me see when this is from this article this is from uh july 2001 um but what they said is also joining that oh this also uh is another place i saw rachel hayden get the credit so also joining them will be that dog's rachel hayden who sings backup mm. on five bleed american tracks including the authority song a weezerish tune that name checks john <laughs> mellencamp's authority song while dancing around to a riff cut from the same cloth as the heartland rockers hurt so good um hurts so good and that was written by archive brian wallace <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm assuming it's just Ar- Brian Wells- Wallace whose articles were archived, but they when they changed that metadata, it changed all of his yeah. articles to be written by archive Brian Wallace. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, his last article was December 2007, so he was there for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so uh that was the uh that was the other uh bit of um validation that I got from thinking it sounded like Weezer and that Rachel sang on that song. What other notes do you have, Justin? Um, oh, I found out that in my in my search for uh, covers, that oh. this shows up on the American Pie 4 Bandcamp yes. sound, soundtrack, Revenge, that soundtrack, which... Oh, um, oh yeah. Okay, that came up. Yes. Okay, that, that's, I think that was a TV show. And yes. Lindsay and I had watched it a while back. Uh and then also it shows up on the Hot Chick 
original soundtrack. You know that? That's right. Yes, and some and people kept saying it was in the movie, never seen the movie. I found a couple clips of the movie, could not find it. There was one movie that this appeared in that I did find a clip that it's in. Oh, okay. Uh, and that is Van Wilder at 350 ah. into this clip here that I'm going to play. Uh, we will hear a little bit of Ryan Reynolds chatting, and I think I need to, yep, let me get the clean YouTube. It, I pasted the Google link. Here we go. And I'm going to jump to 350 on this video. Yeah. So this says DVD National Lampoon's Van Wilder 1. So apparently somebody okay. <laughs> uploaded the entire movie. Uh, I'm going to go back <laughs> a little bit so we can get some uh, rolling. Here's Ryan Reynolds doing something. Stay in school. I love this place. Oh, man. <laughs> Music supervisor right there got his credit right when Jimmy World started. My name is Van Wilder and this is my home. Coolidge College. The last, well, seven years have gone by way too fast. The school's given me so much and I just can't seem to give enough back. Ryan Reynolds here? 15? I was the first ever male Yeah, I know. That's what's crazy is like, he always seemed like a contemporary yet also older than us, but he still seems yeah. like a contemporary and then probably not older <laughs> than us. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Um, but yeah, that's from Van Wilder. I thought it was really cool that we got a little bit of uh, a featuring <laughs> Ryan Reynolds yeah. in the uh, track. Um, Sick. But yeah, I haven't seen The Hot Chick and I haven't seen American Pie <laughs> Bandcamp. Nor have I seen Revenge to know when these songs were played on there. Um, I have a couple things from uh, just uh, in July of last year or this year um, mm -hmm. of Jimmy Eat World and Zach talking about the song. So we got a couple things. Uh, <laughs> actually, Jimmy Eat World. All they said was track 10, the authority song, hashtag Jimmy Eat World. And I don't think they went on to say anything specific about that song. Uh, but in 2018, uh, on July 24, 2018, they had two things to say. Dave K, who is the Twitter handle Run DM Ski, that's incredible. <laughs> Uh, so uh, ski? run DM ski. That's a that's really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of artists say their breakthrough song was the last one they recorded for the album. What was the last of Bleed American? And Jimmy World says Authority song was last. Then uh, Evan Lucy, who we've talked about before uh, on the podcast, says most difficult song to finish. And uh, I assume they're talking about, let's see, he's replying to Jimmy World. So Jimmy World says July 24, 2018, Bleed American came out 17 years ago. Crazy makes you think uh, you think that makes you feel old shit, man. Anyway, let's do a quick Bleed American themed <laughs> Q&A go. So Evan Lucy says most difficult song to finish. And Jimmy World says authority song. We recorded it last and it was hard to get it to feel right. And Evan Lucy says, thanks for answering. Amazing record along with everything else. Um, so, uh, yeah, that is 
the uh, Jimmy Eat World side of the Twitterness. And then last month, Zach had this to say. Um, Authority songs. Shout out to John Cougar. We were starting to, quote unquote, discover and fall in love with American standard rock of Petty, Springsteen, Mellencamp, etc. going into the album. And it shows here. We toured Europe in a van for five weeks before we recorded Bleed and listened to Petty and Springsteen nonstop. Authority song. We did the drums to this later as well. Not sure why. Also recorded at hard drive. So... Those are what Zach had to say about Authority Song. Okay. Uh, on um, Twitter. I did come across a couple of articles. Please. Or, or at least mentions. Uh, this one from the Badger Herald, uh, September 13th, 2001. This is an old one. So they just did an album review. Um, Jimmy Looking World. for anything to forget about <laughs> 9-11. I know, right? Two days later. Uh, Jimmy Eats World wants you to bleed American. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. One often associates independent music with darkroom glasses, Converse, all-star rock, and kids trying to stay away f- as far away from the trends of pop culture as possible. But in truth, just as the radio waves have been congested with the pure pop hits of NSYNC and Britney Spears, the world of indie rock has not exactly remained unchanged by this shift toward a brighter aesthetic. Um, so they go on to essentially praise this this album in so many words, and they, they have this to say about the Authority song. Um, Bleed American seems to be an introspective look at where Jimmy World has been and where they're going. The album has its moments of unadulterated fun, like the almost overly popish Authority song. Oh, they they mislabeled there. How dare you, there. sir? I, <laughs> which includes shakers and hand claps. Um, the other two articles that I have, uh, these are more anniversaries. One from Joe.ie. What is this? From two years ago. Carl Kinsella says, uh, titles their article, Rewind, Jimmy World's Bleed American Turns 18, Joe's Tribute to a Pop Punk Classic. And this is what they had. The Authority Song. Um, Of their top five tracks, this is number two. The Authority Song. The Authority Song is an open invitation to dance. If you're listening to this song and happen to notice that neither of your legs are moving, then I strongly advise you check your reflexes. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. The cool thing about the Authority song is that it's about a different song called Authority Song by all-American music hero John Mellencamp. The two songs are intentionally very similar, except for Jimmy World's obligatory infusion of all-American awkwardness in the hook. I got no secret purpose. I don't seem obvious. Do I? <laughs> and the last one from Stereo Gum uh, this year, July 23rd, 2021. Lead American turns 20. Uh, many now consider Jimmy World's third album a classic, but it didn't fare so well upon its release in Feb of 99. Clarity was a record built on complex arrangements that showcased how the Arizona band had leveled up since 1996's Static Prevails. And what did they have to say about this gem? Got down here. I, I always feel like I use this word. I, I never use this word properly, like in actual conversation. The penultimate track. That's second <laughs> to last, song. right? Ex- the First to last, yes. So it's the first one in line. Is that technically second to last? Yeah, you're right. Second to yeah. last. Yeah, you're right. I never use it right. I'm never gonna. Use, I'm gonna hear other people. <laughs> I mean, say you can't even get the 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 easier term right. <laughs> yeah, it's first to last. No, that's a band. <laughs> the penultimate track, the Authority song, derives its title from the John Cougar Mellencamp song of the same name. Not really close. As Adkins uses his last quarter to see what the jukebox knows and plays Mellencamp's tune, the song also name-checks Jesus and Mary Chain's third record automatic and the Velvet Underground's What Goes On 
and then they go on to uh, discuss a praise chorus. Yeah, uh, but that's what they had to say about the authority song. Nothing but praise for that track. Yeah. Uh, here's what Consequence of Sound had to say. This is when they're going through the retrospective and they're giving uh, uh, little bits of information about each album. Here's what they had to say about lots of small ideas for Bleed American. Tons of references here. So let's begin. And they go song by song by song. Uh, the Authority Song, a love letter to good jukeboxes everywhere. The Authority Song steals its title from a John Mellencamp tune that Adkins really wants to hear. What else is on his playlist? Anything from the Jesus and Mary Chains Automatic and what goes on? Whether the latter is by the Beatles or Velvet Underground remains a mystery. Our money's on the underground. And uh, I'm with him. Uh, so that is the consequence of sound blurb. And that is all I have for notes before we jump into community and yeah man other versions etc um yeah let's jump into community uh just okay. because i realized that i didn't save the link oh no um shoot that's okay um <laughs> do you want to find can... it and i can do some sure yeah, yeah yeah jump into community sure all right i got my three my three little uh bits from reddit you know my favorite website here um from seven months ago by Brad's One Man Band, Reddit tribute to Bleed American oh, I love 20th Brad's anniversary. Yeah. Uh, Want to put out some feelers. In the last few years, I've put together Reddit tribute compilations for Blink-182 and a couple others, which were all very successful in terms of contributions and plays downloads. Is there enough people on here that would want to cover songs from Bleed American for a 20th anniversary Reddit comp? I'm thinking we either call out a res and reserve a song to do, first come, first serve, until all 11 songs are picked. Uh, is this a dumb idea? Is life even real? <laughs> Brad's one man band. And uh, a familiar site here, Linux1212, seven months ago, comments on, I don't have That's right. the musical skill to do this, but I'm so looking forward to it. Uh, and then replying to their own comment, uh, in reviewing the personnel section of the liner notes, as I build out the wiki, I probably could contribute some timely hand claps on the authority song. Oh, yeah. That's about it, though. <laughs> there was that so mystery sick. person who had uh, referred back to the timely hand claps. There it is. Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can find this thing. Okay. I think I found this. Okay. Uh, on community, let's see. Uh, Andy McMahon, who I always like to think is Andrew McMahon, just uh, hanging yeah. out in the uh, Jimmy Eat World fan Facebook group. <laughs> Facebook group. Can anyone else hear the authority song? This was June 28th, 2020. Um, and he posted a, a video of an Australian ad. This is for uh, a store called Gosman. Uh, it's a, as far as I can tell, a, an Australian outlet <laughs> of uh, clothes. It's a very like hanging out on the beach. Look at these clothes. There's a sale coming up ad. But the sound alike uh -huh. song sounds an awesome, uh, an awful <laughs> lot like the authority song. So it's pretty funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yes. Save up to 50% that is... <laughs> at the Gazman Winter Sale. Gazman. I think, you know, as, as somebody. <laughs> somebody. <laughs> <laughs> David, as somebody putting together let's say it's um it, like music beds and stuff and you're like there's a couple of there's a couple of big ones if you look up uh like license free uh background music and uh -huh. there'll be some really yeah. good ones that 
offer free stuff, but they have a premium level. After a while, you're like, man, I'm kind of burnt out on this. I don't even know what I'm going to do. And then you go and you're listening to the, a few authorities on you go, nope, you know what? I got it. Yep. <laughs> Give me that guitar. <laughs> yep. New track. So good. And then uh, not to be outdone, Knuckle Puck released a song last year called Earthquake. And take a listen to this. Oh, yeah. It's how the hustle goes. See what the jukebox does. Anyway, very much cut from the same cloth. And and I yeah. think it's fine. I think this song it's, is very good and and easily like something you could go to and reference. Um give me a number between one and fifty. Uh um, let's go forty-two. Oh man, I thought I thought you were literally gonna give me a number between one and fifty, which is twenty-five. Uh the authority song, Bleed American 2001, on Jake T. O'Donnell's list, number 25. It's Ooh. that riff, that opening bouncy riff that goes over and over through most of the song. It brings a smile to my face every damn time, and we're coming up on two decades of this one being in my heavy rotation. The Authority song is a pop rock jaunt that kind of became the enduring memory of everything we remember about Bleed American all these years later. It's loaded with references to past musical heroes. The title is a direct reference to the John Cougar Mellencamp song of effectively the same name, but is mostly about awkward trying to impress someone you like, something we all have most likely experienced. Musically, it's such a blast. The way Jim and Tom bend that guitar note right at the end of the breakdown is a memorable coda on a memorable song. I love everything about the Authority song, a genuine expression of joy, the perfect song for the era. It will never not remind me of being young, having a modicum of freedom, and not a lot of responsibilities. That's a pretty cool thing to have in a song. And absolutely, I absolutely love that. Digga, 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 It's so good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, anything else you have for community? Um, oh, just, you know, something a little lighthearted from, uh, I won't read her comment yet. Uh, the title of this post was, I was today years old. I always love that when you say that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from uh, Noko Dave. Uh, when I learned that the line in Kiryu is it's easy feeling righteous when removed, not it's easy feeling right righteous when you're moved. And it's mm. so hard just not it, when you don't care, you just kind of sing that song in your head. JG429 says, um, uh, also, this is not misheard, but I like to sing. I've got no secret porpoise instead of <laughs> secret purpose. <laughs> That's so, uh, yeah. So I can imagine what it would be like to have a secret porpoise as a pet. You'd have to deny a lot, obviously. Thanks. <laughs> that's so, good. Thank you, JG429. Uh, there was it. somebody named Louise Verity on the Facebook group. She had commented on somebody's thing uh, that says, unless my memory is deceiving me, there was a demo version of Authority Song on a CD that was being given out after the gig when I saw Jimmy Eat World supporting Weezer in the UK before Bleed American came out. I loved that version. I can't find my copy of the CD. Then... Louise posts, I found it. I knew I still had it somewhere. In the garage loft, of course. I got handed this promo outside the Weezer gig in Shepherd's Bush in July 2001 when Jimmy Eat World supported. 
That was the first time I had come across them and I was hooked. And the demo version of Authority Song is uh, Chef's Kiss. Uh, anyone else got one of these and she's got the solid CD that she didn't pay a dime for was just, just handed, handed to her, her outside the venue. Uh, so that's always very fun. Uh, 2017 Survivor, it was in sixth place. And in 2018, it dropped all the way down to 10th place. And uh, uh, I forget who ran the 2018 Survivor, but they said the only song to have a significant placement shift was Authority Song going from 6th to 10th. And then uh, finally, I wrote that somebody made a meme on Reddit. Did you see the Bernie meme? No. <laughs> oh, this is good. I'm going to go ahead and send this to you and let you All right, let's uh, see. describe it. There's a couple of Bernie memes that I am familiar with. Let's see if. Yeah. <laughs> let's see which this one is. This is posted by uh, user FGHT two years ago. Yeah. 73 <laughs> upvotes. <laughs> so, all right. Bernie's uh, pleading to us. Uh, seriously, I am once again asking for you to put on JMC's automatic. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Uh, I love a good silly meme. <laughs> oh man! Oh Bernie! So that oh. is community. So uh, now we can jump into. Let's go to other versions. I found okay. this. I hmm, let's see if I can see where it's from. Nope, and it's not that important. Here is the acoustic version that I'm sending you. Uh, via text right now, of The Authority Song. Ah, Thorta. All right, The Authority Song, track 13. Coosty. Parentheses, we got Coosty. All right, let's give this a listen. Rachel? I put my last quarter on. I play a party song. Oh, yeah. See, what is this? All right, now I gotta Google it. Honesty of mystery. Tell me I'm not scared anymore. I got no secret purpose. I don't seem obvious to hide. To hide. I don't seem obvious to hide. There's that chord, man. Yeah, man, it's so good. Jaunty.
Were you able to find out who that was? Is no, it, is man, it Rachel it's for wild. Sure? It's got to be Rachel, though. As far as yeah. I can tell, it's from 2001. But I, I don't even okay. see where it had come from. And I was and I was really hoping to find while we were listening to that, I was looking at there's this website that I've used before. And in fact, I used this website for Caveman when we when um when Ben and I did that cover. This website had such a it, it had the perfect chords and it had all of Tom's uh little noodly parts in there. It was like excellent. So I was really hoping to find the chord that Jim plays in oh the, uh, yeah in the chorus, but I can't find it, man. These all look like just power chords in drop D. Yeah. Oh, uh, what about fake yellow light? <sighs> hmm. Perhaps that was uh, what's the name of that? Bill Billy Martin. Let's see, Bleed American. He did Authority song. Take a look at these tabs. Tell me if uh, you see anything in there. Lucky Sunday. Let's see. Um, honest. It might be. Maybe it's just the B. Maybe it's just the B minor because they're doing uh, what looks like an A. God, I don't even know what that is. Oh, that's that's just a D. And then it goes to a B minor, and then it goes back to the D again. Yeah, I don't think I don't see anything special in here. Yeah, it's it's a mystery chord that I'm gonna have to figure out, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those like. Billy Martin did a good job, but not the job. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe it's a B minor seven, and that's what it is. It sounds to me like I think you and I can agree that that's some kind of seventh chord. Yeah, they got a little something, a little extra stink on there. Stank. Yep, definite stank. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'm sorry, everybody. At least we found out who Roy is, but I just, I I mean, I'm pretty sure it's got to be Rachel. (laughs) Yeah. What do you want from us? (laughs) We can't give it you everything. (laughs) Let's listen to Jim doing it solo. Uh, yeah, in uh, Brussels. So this is in 2015. Mm. Germany. 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 Huh? Jim Atkins. Christopher. Oh, you see anything with his hand? Because he's doing that course. So I, can get this. I don't know. Man. He just said J. I'm going to judge well, every acoustic cover that doesn't every cover that doesn't do that chord. <laughs> right. It's the third chord. Yeah. I thought it was the second. It's the third. Yeah. The third. So <laughs> I will judge them as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's jump into uh, uh, some live versions because I love what oh, they okay. do with the intro on these live versions. So here is uh, 
two, uh, this is 9-16-2001 from the Mississippi Knights bootleg that was going around for a long time from St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and send this to you directly because it's on our Google Drive, but this is the oldest version performance of this song uh, that I have. Okay. Uh, uh, at least saved for my show notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Live, September 16th, 2001. Here we go. Okay. I just sound terrible coming through to me, or is it just terrible? Uh, well, you're also getting one one channel, right? Oh, yeah, I must be getting a left channel. A left channel on this sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's doing the board sucked, because you could hear them kind of uh, fading or, or adjusting the gain, riding oh, the really? gain. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's take a listen but to I do this like one. The- oh, go ahead. All right. I was going to say, I do like what they did with that little intro. Yeah. Yeah, they do that a lot, and it's so fun. So here is a year later. This is from Fishy Recordings. This is in Kirksville. Is that that Missouri? Missouri. Missouri. Right, yeah. I always want to say Montana. (laughs) That's Missouri. Okay, uh, here we go. Gosh, that sound. Yeah, I know, right? I, the more I listen to him sing it, I hear him saying JMC. You hear, you hear the I JMC. Hear the a. I, I yeah. hear the A. I refuse to hear the A myself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, while I wait for this bit of trivia that I'm waiting on to load up, uh, let's jump to... Uh, here's what it was on the Believe in What You Want DVD, and... Uh, uh, this is a board record from 2000. I think it's also from 2002. So the same era. Let's just listen to the intro because I love that. <laughs> All right. 
Track three, the authority song live. That chord again, man. Oh, yeah, you gotta get that chord. So the rating of this song has gone up one step just because of that that single chord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna jump to the 3650. Yeah, this is, is the um, most recent professional board recording that we have of it. 3650. I'll go. I'll give ourselves a little berth here. Donkishin. Donkishin. Ah, he's German. This is a rock am rig in 2018. Damn. Sure can't play that axe. Come on, Rick. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> tone. Ray, Ray. I want to hear him do the little bong. I know it's going to be a minute, but all right. Show me his fingers. Ah, come on. They cut right then. The moment we could have figured this out. Very similar shirt to that, that blue plaid. <laughs> All right, here it comes. Yeah. Oh. A little bendy. So refreshing. <laughs> totally. <laughs>
Tom looks super into it too. I just want to scream for them. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. And, you know, I, we've mentioned this before. Like, they've talked about uh, Mark Trombino coming in and saying, you know what? Let's try this track two beats per minute faster. And just listening to the demo from how that sounds like it drags so much yeah. to this, where it's like, this is the song. That's the the BPM that we need. Yeah. And... Yeah, I don't I don't I I imagine it's a little more dramatic than maybe just 2 BPM, but the fact that they changed it from that demo speed to this is just like night and day. Absolutely. Night I remember when I said, Ooh. I think it was last week, I was like I've never seen uh Zach play with a sub kick before. Here's a perfect picture of Zach playing with a sub kick. Absolutely. There it is. <laughs> what do I know? Um <laughs> I probably have seen them the last four times. Like, oh, Zach's playing with this sub. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so before we get into covers, uh, I've got a couple interesting things. Um, okay. Oh no. <sighs> a second. Oh no. Yeah, I know. The second. Okay. Well, I'll do this one. Uh, we've got a Nightcore uh, mm-hmm. version, and uh, this is by Nightcore Gang. So we'll listen to that while I find the other thing. Okay. I'm excited for this one. (laughs) (laughs) It has a lyric, so you know. (laughs) It has the lyrics, too. Hey, Lisa. Lisa Simpson. I have no idea what's going on with all these characters, but (sighs) so much is happening. Okay, this is the one. I'm only going to hear part of it, but you'll have to let me know how it sounds. Jimmy Eat World, the authority song, demo version, verse final version, one version in each ear. Yes. Uploaded by Kevin Osmond. Let's take a listen. All right.
she does some different lyrics here, right? So was it uh, cursed? Uh, no, it wasn't bad. Oh, they did sped I up it? the demo. But I mean, if you play ah. it right here for just a moment, I think we'll get the the different uh, lyrics, right? Here, let me play this. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought those were the different lyrics. Uh, what was I thinking of the first? No, verse? it would have been the end of the first verse. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, maybe we caught it then, and I didn't. I didn't notice it. But they sped up the demo version, so it didn't. Uh, it didn't oh, drag cool. at all. Obviously. Yeah. Um. That's neat. Here, let me let me pop one in here. I I was excited about this one. This is a chip Please. tune. Oh, cool. This is from, yes, this is from Chiptune Planet. I wanted to be blown away by what they did. Yeah, me too. So it loses points for not getting that the chords in there, man. <laughs> yeah, for I sure. would have blown my mind if they had the yeah. chords in there. <laughs> <laughs> That was good though. I love chip tune. Did you have another one? Mm-hmm. Uh, not anything that's special. There was one that I had oh, labeled okay. drum and bass. Oh, I think I saw that just, one. Somebody yeah, took we can, like we the splitter tracks, or yeah. this was in maybe I didn't see a gr- any guitar hero stuff, which is usually where those things come from. The split tracks. Okay. Well, here let's listen to a little bit of it. This is the drum and bass. We'll give it its time here. So drum and bass backing track, 138 BPM. <laughs> oh, so this Every isn't the official. you doing that thing. Yeah, that's no. right. <laughs> this is, this has got to be the, uh, like the karaoke version without any guitar, though. <laughs> yeah, I love that bass Definitely. tone. Yeah. The flat, the flat uh, snare. There's no <laughs> character to it. All right. Okay. So good. Uh, will you that fire up text to speech? Oh yes, I would absolutely love to. I've got two of them, dude. Both well, from Christy Burr. I don't know if she. Yeah. Yeah, I think last week's we might have won. Um, but two from Christy. Yeah. She, she's 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 got two chances here. So here's okay, option here we go. one. It has an intro. Let me cue this one. It's how the hustle goes. See what the jukebox knows. Put my last quarter on. I'll play authority song. Honesty or mystery. Tell me I'm not scared anymore, I, I. I got no secret purpose. I don't oh, seem go. obvious, do I? Do I, do I? I don't seem obvious, do I? 
Do I, do I? I don't seem obvious, do. <laughs> okay. Since you said there were that two. There were so two. So I'll, I'll leave. Oh, yeah. I'll yeah. leave a so, little bit. Here we go. I'll load up number two. It's got a little bit of an intro, and then we'll we'll let him continue. I was I didn't know what version of the lyrics you had copied, so I, I didn't know if he was yeah. gonna go do I I I I I I. <laughs> the DJ never has it. J A M C automatic do I. If those were Roy's headphones. You bet he'd play, what goes on do I? Honesty or mystery? Tell me I'm not scared anymore, I I. I got no secret purpose. I don't seem obvious, do I? Do I, do I? I don't seem obvious, do I? Do I, do I? I don't seem obvious, do I? Do I? Oh, well I'm here, that means something, isn't it? Oh, won't you dance with me a little bit? Oh, you don't notice, cause the music's too loud. Wow. That was deep. <laughs> that was wild. Not bad. <laughs> Not our finest, but... <laughs> nope. Uh, but, f- but fun anyway. All right. Now, covers. Yes. Many covers on this. Um, Maybe we One can I focus know you're on... Love. Uh, yeah, I know. Maybe we can focus on the ones <laughs> of the names that we know, but then I saw I heard a couple that were pretty good. I don't know. I'll let you drive. Okay. Um. All right. Well, I've, <laughs> I got to piss you off a little bit, so we're gonna do. That's fine. We're gonna do little red guitars. Yeah. Too. Kick them off. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. And I want to make sure we get this part where he kind of just walks away from the camera <laughs> and doesn't even have his shit set up. <laughs> let him get his strap. He look. I swear, he looks like. We've exact talked about this. Was a before. guitarist? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Totally. We've talked about this before because people were going gaga on the comments of, over his guitar. Oh my god, that guitar! And I'm like, it looks like a shitty blue Telecaster. I don't. <laughs> there's nothing about that guitar. Oh, let's see if he does the chord though. Yeah. Good call. I'm surprised he didn't do that. Little Red Guitars too. Well, he played a D there. Yep. Yeah, he, uh, it, it was just a regular old D. I wonder if yeah. it's a D minor 7 or if it's some kind of, maybe not a minor, but still, some kind of D7. I, I don't even seven. know that you know name, what? Throw but I it out the there. Idea that <laughs> D augmented seven <Is>, nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's uh, LRG two. Uh, what yeah. else we got? Uh, okay, who do I like? Let's see. Um, it's love was cute, but they have a they have like a long intro and a lot of talking that I wasn't really. Um, it's love. I didn't digging. see them at all. What's it's love? Okay. All right. Well, since you're, you know what? We can't do it. Oh hell yeah! I, you did the I wrong the it's thing that love, I did. And it's, you... it's 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 little red guitars too. Okay, I've uh, done let's that. do this yep. one. 
This is kind of cool. This is Plumber Guy. Oh yeah. What did I write about Plumber Guy? Just a dude in his guitar, but he plays yeah. the rad intro version. Yeah. Here we go. I I do, I gotta say though, I feel a little uncomfortable being, being this close to this guy's midsection <laughs> slash uh, <laughs> junk with his basketball shorts. Like we gotta. <laughs> Wait, hold on, let me start this over here. What the hell is going to <laughs> Okay, here we go. Here's the authority song, Junk. <laughs> ah, all right. So good. I trust he's going to play that chord because he did the... See, come on, buddy. Come on, Plumber Guy 87. That was a weird chord. It was a D also, right? Yeah, it was a little weird. Nah, he did it weird. See, I don't know. He's doing something with his pinky that's not normal. Yeah. He was hitting higher up yeah, on the I wish heat I caught it. The... It was like a... <sighs> it's fucking cool. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, sounded uh, good. Well, Plumber Guy more, 87. M- more to talk about, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, here, I'll Ooh. go to... Oh, yeah, please. Uh, I got one that I've titled... Or I, I've uh, noted here. Punky. Very punky. Punky. All right. What's the yes. name? Yes. This is t- Teenage Suburbia Studios. Yes. I like Teenage Suburbia Studios. These guys seemed fun. So they X'd out Jimmy World, uh, Bleed American, but they got the Bleed American artwork. I wrote, I liked it. Oh, I said I liked it, but actually, I liked them because they're the only vocal cover that I found. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard JMC. I think they're just they're just repeating yep. what we hear there. Yep. Nothing, nothing different. Here, I'm gonna give nothing you deep. one. Uh, this is from SoundCloud. This is Roquero El Rojo, cover <laughs> Jimmy World oh. one. Um, but I wrote good, and their their uh, uh, production quality is low, but the cover itself is good. All right, see Roquero El Rojo, Red Rocker. Let's see. All right, here we go. Goes, see what the jukebox knows. Put my last quarter on, I play authority song. Honesty, 
sounded like they had it. Yeah, man. I got no secret purpose. I don't seem obvious to I. I don't seem obvious to I. I want to give it one more listen. I want to see if they can get that chord in there. I don't seem obvious to the DJ never has it. JMC automatic. Boys at bones, you bet he play what goes on. Honesty, oh mystery, tell me I'm not scared anymore. I got no secret purpose, I don't seem obvious to I. I don't seem obvious to I. I'm gonna believe that they had did it. I'm going to believe that it was there. <laughs> did you see? Hey, guys, it's Jesse. I did, and I got, uh, I got the, the cutest cover. Adorable. Adorable. Right, let's, okay. W- let's hit it. Okay. Hey, guys, it's Jesse and Dad, and we're going to do a song called Barney Song. One, two, two, two. It's how that hustle goes. See what the I get to spend one day week at home with my dad. We go to the park and for ice cream. We also sing a song and make a video to send to my mom while she is at work. My mom is my biggest fan. She is very kind. (laughs) Too adorable. Uh, Hey, guys, it's Jesse. She needs way more views, way more likes. Like and subscribe. (laughs) Uh, So I love, hey, guys, it's Jesse. what else did I... Oh, okay. I, I'm interested. Did you see okay. Lee and Ed, and Eve? Lee and Eve? Yeah, that's the... It's love. Oh, That's what? it. I, I, I copied their username. Oh. I, it, they must have something else. I see. So I'm interested because... Okay. And I guess now I can uh, do it. So they posted two videos. <laughs> One is them playing authority song and i did what uh i guess i didn't but this is their second video because the first one is an outtake so let's watch this and then we can maybe watch the outtakes randomness with these two girls snapping yes gotta be sisters right i see oh wow Oh my god, it really is like a huge intro. This is so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and sing it too. Jimmy World kicks ass. Yeah. 
We can say ass because it, it is YouTube. Yeah. Please don't say ass. I have four subscribers and she has six. So we, <laughs> we rule, man. We're like popular and They're shit. so positive. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for more Lee and Lee in the YouTube channel. <laughs> Nylon string, huh? Yeah. It's so funny because in the... Oh, they're great. I thought she was playing ukulele when I first saw their thumbnail. Ah. Watch, she gets the chord. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh, no, but I do like what she did. Oh, they rule. I think she played the D with the F sharp bass. Yeah, yeah, she she went low with it. Let's see if she does it again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she just, yeah. Yeah. I've got no secret purpose. I don't see MOBS do I. Ah, they're solid. Do you think they're sisters? I just heard today. Yeah. Because uh, what's his name just uh, passed away uh, from what? The Everly Brothers? Um, yeah. Uh, Don Everly. Yeah. yeah um, and they were saying that their harmonies were so tight because they were brothers. Um, yeah. Anyway, I wonder if they... So let's take a look at these outtakes because it must just be a lot of their intro or something. I thought maybe they messed up playing the song, so I was interested in seeing them mess up, but let's see. Intro time. These are the outtakes for our cover of Jimmy Eat World's The Authority song. Yeah, they're super positive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to rock this bitch. We're going to be hard. <laughs> it's how the hustle goes. See what the jukebox knows. <laughs> Explicit. That's <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah. It's good that they put it in a different video, you know, so you could watch it if you wanted to. Yeah. Uh, enjoyable. Thoroughly enjoyable. Okay, yeah. good. All right, so we saw. Lee and Eve. Very I didn't good. realize that was also It's Love. Okay, uh, what else you got? Oh, I got one that you might like here. This is the Nashville bassist. Oh yes, right. the Nashville bassist, and who I think we've seen before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I like his sweater. Yeah. Let me uh, cue this back up. I love this sweater, and uh, you'll get to hear my favorite part of this. Another bar. <laughs> Mm 
That oh, tone, yeah. man. Yeah, so good. Based off his... Uh, there's something about the way he strums his bass. This dude's a Fall Out Boy fan. Yeah? Pete Wentz, huh? <laughs> yeah, there's something about the way he strums the bass. It's very Pete Wentz-like. It kind of looks like he's a mannequin, and you know, like, the sound comes out, <laughs> but the hand just moves up and down? Kind of yeah. like that that look. Is that how Pete plays? Um, it's the way his arm is going. And he's got okay. lots of Fallout Boy covers. Ah, uh, okay. So this guy's uh, tuned down to drop D then. Yep. Oh yeah. Look at that. Look at that yeah. D string yeah. going, man. <laughs> it's like almost hitting the. Is a it string. even on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, just because I'm curious, I'm gonna. He covered my favorite song off of Mania called Wilson. Uh-huh. Which is essentially the uh, the baseline to the MIA song. Ah. You're right. This song is so cool. Every time a Fall Out Boy record comes out, I'm like, these songs are fine. I just don't want to hear from Fall Out Boy doing them. And then I get over it. <laughs> and then I'm like, this song is so good. Ooh, major to minor. I know, isn't it so dope? Yeah. yeah. That's such a good lyric. Oof. I'll stop wearing black when they make a darker color. Oh, <laughs> so good. All right. Love, love, love that song. Okay. Uh, what else you got? Uh, I got one live band. One live band. I, I was gonna make uh, a two. Mention actually, I'm sorry. You're right. Two. That the, I think I have the most bands. I have as many bands as I have Coosties, which is really? a rare feat. And I think the okay. song is so rocking that it that it serves that. But it's not to okay. say I'm gonna play them all. It's just so many. So uh, what do you got? Um, let's see. Which one was I liked the Smoky Timbers. Okay. Yes, I like the Smoky Timbers. I have two. Smoky timber, uh, smokoy timbers, or is that a typo on their part? Um, it must be a typo because I thought it was S M O K Y. So, like, yeah, smoky so like I found the, uh, they had uploaded like three or four videos, and one of them is yeah. outside, they're like in a courtyard or something. Yeah, um, and that's the one that was there was too much talking in that one. This one uh, is okay. they're playing indoors. This looks like a cute little venue, it's sweet. Got the yeah, let's check it out. lights up there. All right, here we go. This is Smoky Timbers. Okay, I, I think love I realize what's I going love on. Everything about that drum kit everything yeah. the the plaid matches well almost his shirt yeah <laughs> you got a stand-up bassist this is so sick yeah and she's got the les paul over there 
Yeah, man. doing his own thing, man. Yeah. I didn't notice. Did they do the chord? No. Oh, she's got the iPad. Yep. Thoroughly yeah. enjoyable. Smoky Timbers. Yes. All right. Um, <laughs> yes. Which of your full band ones do you like? I Off the name alone, we have to talk about the Jim Atkins diet. <laughs> it's so oh, good. What's it called? The Jim Atkins diet? The Jim oh Atkins gosh. diet. <laughs> which I think I probably made that joke <laughs> once in high school, and I'm so glad somebody else has done it. So let's check out the Jim Atkins <laughs> diet. Tinny uh, quality aside, still yeah. fun. They did a yeah. really good job, and the band name alone. So you know what I think yeah. it is? I remember we were trying to play American Girl, and I think there is a chord that happens. This is last off the bus. Uh, there's a chord that happens between the verse and the chorus that we kept playing the straightforward version of, and I was like, this isn't right. And it doesn't sound right. So we never ended up playing it out. Cause I was like, we can't figure out what this chord is. Uh, do you know uh-huh. what you're talking about? Oh yeah. The Tom Petty and the heartbreaker. Yeah. promises. No. <laughs> well, in that song, that's it says E seven. Um, yeah, maybe it's not that song. Maybe there was another song we were playing. So that was just us whisper singing "American Girl." But um, 
There was a song that there was a chord that just was not right. And it was like, no matter what, I was like, well, we can't play this out because this isn't the right chord. Um, so anyway, that's what that made me think of. Um, I said, check that intro. So this band is called the hot, ha- the Himes, Hymns, Himes family mm-hmm. band. Himes. And they're covering like authority song. However, and, and it doesn't start to like two forty five or something like that, but listen to them just kind of like, they don't do just the standard like band practice stuff. Check out what they're doing right here at the beginning. Get a headset on. So it's just them messing around, but they're straight up playing clarity. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. And she's getting her, she's got a whole headset. So does she, I'm excited to see what, what they do as a fan. Yeah. Let's take a look. I, I was just excited that they played a little bit of clarity before they actually <laughs> played authority song. That was just them just messing around. I think he's got a headset on too. There's nothing garage, like having man. band practice. What was that? <laughs> Just hanging out in a garage. Yeah, I was going to say, nothing like having a band practice in a really cramped space that has like two bikes you probably could have rolled out <laughs> to the curb for a minute yeah. and like the laundry machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so cramped in there. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that was a tight fit. But the Himes family band, uh, and I like that they were playing Clarity. All right, uh, what else you got? Uh, let's see. I think this might be kids. Oh, and this, that looks like a fun show. Um, I got Nudge Webster. Yeah, I like Nudge, Nudge Webster, Webster. Did you come from SoundCloud. That? Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Let's see. Does this work here? Let's try this. Ah, we got it. Beautiful. Nudge Webster. Do what you sound like, man.
got terrific. So much tambourine going on there. Uh huh. Tambourine was a swaying. Um, this is called Pride and Joy, and I think these are little kids. Pride and Joy cover the Authority song, Jimmy Eat World. It's like a wall of sound, but they sound really good. Yeah, man. For being a little family band. I mean, band, they're you know? all like nine. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. <laughs> the guitarist, yeah. She looks like she's about seven or eight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's jump over to this. It's been a while since we've had one of these. It's not passkey, but it is code piano. Ah, code piano. Jimmy Eat World, the authority song. Oh, this might be an opportunity for us to find this chord. Oh, there you go, dude. And now we're getting into the verse, right? Yes. How's it no, that bad? That's not it either. Nope. I'm interested. No. Let's see if I could jump to the. Omit? I don't know. Who knows? I don't see any pauses in that sheet music, yeah. so I'm just going to go ahead and stop that. <laughs> but Code Piano. Great job, Code Piano. Um, I have a couple from the community, unless there's any other ones you want to hit. Oh, yeah, I did Hit me with those community this. ones. I kind of am interested in this. I don't know what this is. See, All right, let's see. This is a dance video. Ah. Like my dancing slash admire my seven year plus dedication to my channel. Buy me a coffee. So this is an older video on YouTube posted by Jocelyn Allen. I'm pretty sure this is just Jocelyn dancing in front of this wall to the song. This This has like the energy of a 90s music video. Yeah. It's time to hustle, girls. See what the jukebox knows. 
just straight up in front of the wall. My favorite part of this, Justin, is that there is an updated version of this video where she has oh, now split-screened her from then to now <laughs> doing the dancing, and I just love it, Jocelyn <laughs> Allen. This is Authority Song 2013 and 2019. She still has a hat. say it's because she doesn't give a crap <laughs> about yeah, what true. people think she did it again not only did she give not no shits in 2013 but then in 2019 she doubles down and says i'm gonna do this with a better camera <laughs> yeah and the same hat it's i think that's what it is yeah. like she just loves the band yeah so anyway i love that that existed um, yeah <laughs> and uh oh we didn't talk about Okay, there's two more we got to talk about before we get into community. Uh, Eat My Uke. Oh, did he do one? We got to jump to 3.30 on Eat My Uke, who did the entire Bleed American, remember? Oh, shit. I closed up Oh, yes. Fox. <laughs> 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 I'm just, I don't know what's going on. I have no idea what's going on. All Is right. that towel Towel. Yep. Don't forget right, to bring okay. a towel. <laughs> All right, here I am okay. in a room All with right. someone at least. Uh, all right, eat Is my uke. Jumping up to three thirty. Oh, so good. <laughs> Anyway, gotta I love eat my uke. And then finally, yeah. uh, who we haven't come back to in a while is Chattawario, uh, who oh, did yeah. all of Bleed American in two minutes. So I thought we could listen to a little bit of Chattawario, and uh, I'll make an educated guess. Okay, just off the back of doing appreciation, then I felt the need to just post another song. Uh, it's actually another Jimmy World one, which I thought I had posted to the channel, which I haven't. Uh, authority song off Bleed American. It's going to be um, now. Love his voice. But, um, yeah, with this dude. One, with this the, isn't Chad Wario. That's why uh, the I did the thing where I posted the wrong thing. Um, singing part. <laughs> this is so good. This is actually how this episode uh, fall off the rails so badly. <laughs> Toka Cars is who this is. <laughs> it is. So I'm jumping over to Chad Wario, okay. but we can listen to Toka Cars while we. Uh, because, yeah, his voice is great. Okay. All right, hit me with Channel Oreo. It's how the hustle goes, see why the jukebox knows. Put my last corner on, I play a thought-ready song. Lost it there. <laughs> Lost it there. That was good. Lost it there. That was good. I All like right. watching his eyes during that. Here's Channel Wario. And I'm going to jump over here arbitrarily. Oh, it's so good, though. 
right, gonna jump up to here. Let's see how we gotta do. Be great. Oh yeah, dude. All right, we're in cautioners, so here we go. Let's see how we do. Transitions, Shadow Wario, yeah, so fun. Um, doing all Bleed American in two minutes. Let us jump up to community. I've got two community members that took care of this song. Uh, sweet. Would you like to hear Alexis Carroll first or Wyatt Lewis? Uh, let's go with uh, Alexis Carroll first, Kansas City Royals fan, yeah. Uh, but he's playing with a Jim Adkins JA90 Telecaster. And lastly, we've got Wyatt Lewis, which is another Facebook link. Uh, and Wyatt Lewis is playing along to the song. All right, Mr. Wyatt Lewis, let's see what you got. So good, right? Wyatt? Yeah, man. Now, I almost wondered if this had anything to do with your chord. Jesse Visay comments, love it. Did you ever hear that little lick they do? Let me see what chord it's after. I need your help at once with it. Ending chord A? I'll have to see if I can find a vid. You are my ultimate guitar hero. I'm upset with myself that I can't figure out these little things on my own. And then Jesse posts a video of Jimmy World playing it. And then Wyatt Lewis says, yes, I know what lick you're talking about. Pretty sure it's on the high E. They do third fret, second fret, then open, kind of like a pull-off. I've tried to replicate it, and ending chord is A. Yes. But I don't think... It's definitely something weirder than an A. That we're, The chord right. they're well, talking about is not the chord. Right. Yeah, that's different because they were playing a D, which, I mean, you can play an A, but it's not going to sound like a D, like they're playing. Right. 
yeah. The A would technically be in that key, but yeah, I don't think it's that one. Uh, all right. Uh, you said you have some rave DJ options. Oh, yes. What do you I have? do have a couple of rave DJ options. Um, they're the same song. I just picked one without the introduction, and I I wrote down that that one sounds better. Awesome. Okay. Let's hear it. That one, this is called The Song Authority. <laughs> <laughs> the Song Authority. I love their naming, whatever their naming mechanism is. Love it. I know. It's so fun. Oh, it gets right into it, baby. This is better than mine. That, uh, even with the bridge in there, it sounded yeah, okay. Or coming in. But. That's crazy. So I guessed that you would do that. And so I was okay, like, okay. okay, well, the MTV article said that while it name drops the Authority song, it sounds more like John Mellencamp's song, Hurts So Good. So I made Absolutely. Song So Good. <laughs> um, and it, the song is not so good compared to that. Okay. But <laughs> All right, here we go. Song, song so good. Okay. It's, wait a sec, wait a sec. Is that first, is the first note even, <laughs> is it off? Like well, it does, it's it does the key it. change? It's pitch corrected. Yeah, but does it, oh, does it pitch I see. correct From the first while note, yeah. it's playing? <laughs> Try this again. Okay, I think I just, I just heard it starting in the wrong key. Sure, yeah. Okay. Hey, the drums are on. Yeah, the drums are on. That's about it. (laughs) I'm not against it, man. Where the hell's Melon Camp, though? <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I 
It to work so bad <laughs> yeah it's just not as good and i and when i listened to hurts so good i was like oh yeah definitely these drums are gonna yeah, exactly. work out great and they, i guess the drums worked out great and that's about where it stopped justin what are your final thoughts on the song authority song the authority song by jimmy it's World. it's hard not to like this song it is such a uh it's a bop man it makes you get up out of your seat and how can you say no to a song like that um, the chord that you had me listen to has definitely, like I said, put it a, a, a notch above. Yeah, so, man. man. Th- this is this is now a very highly rated song, and I'm going to be hearing that and appreciating it even more, man. What about you? I think it's fallen out of favor over the years with me in that I just didn't think about it all that much. But, I mean, it's number 21 on their all-time played songs, according yeah. to setlist.fm. And it was the song I was so excited to hear during when I unwrapped that cellophane for the first time in 2001. So, um, uh, uh, it is, it's just a solid bop and it has all of those like Springsteen feels and Mellencamp feels and like all that Americana pop rock from the eighties. It's just, it, it, it feels like that. They, they succeeded. They win, they win the game. Um, (laughs) so uh, let us all go out and win the game and choose to be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes! We got ourselves a D major seven right there. We got G major. He does like a like an A A seven sus instead of A major. He goes uh, goes up here, and then we got D A C sharp. Major seven. Bye, my-